Have you been hearing about ChatGPT, but you have no idea how to use it? Or maybe you've tried and it spits out the most generic keyword-filled responses that are totally unuseful. This conversation with Sarah Cook is such a fun one because we are talking about how to use ChatGPT to write your website copy. And it's not just about dropping in, write me a headline. We're talking about how to write prompts that are going to get you more effective copy. We're talking about how you can add personality and use ChatGPT to help you brainstorm. So make sure you tune into this episode and check out her brand personality guide to help you get started. Welcome to Process to Profitability, hosted by me, Samantha Mabe. Process to Profitability centers on strategic processes that reduce costs while increasing conversions, productivity, and efficiency for creative CEO women who are growing sustainable, successful service-based businesses. We'll discuss strategies that produce sustainable profits and how to apply these processes to your small business through solo episodes and some amazing guests this season. I learned so much from this conversation that I'm excited to apply and I hope that you will share as you are experimenting with these AI tools, how you are getting better results and how they're helping your business. Sarah Cook is a copywriter and story brand certified guide on a mission to simplify copy and content for health practitioners. She is the creator of the Wellness Copy Shop and founder of wellnesswriter.com. Tapping into her experience as a former naturopathic doctor, Sarah uniquely combines her passion for natural medicine with her skills as a copywriter to elevate the voices and messages of wellness entrepreneurs. Check her out on Instagram, download those freebies, and make sure you listen to this conversation because it is super timely and is really a way that we can innovate in our businesses to get a better result with less stress and save ourselves some time. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Samantha. I'm so happy to be here. Awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about your business journey and especially how you started working with AI for copywriting, which is what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, of course. So I am a copywriter for the health and wellness community, and I was also formerly a naturopathic doctor myself. And so I'm going to date myself here, but I graduated from naturopathic medical school in 2004. And incidentally, that's also the year that Facebook was launched. And so if that tells you anything around that time as clinicians and practitioners, we were not doing a lot of content creation or online marketing like is going on now. Um, we were more hang your shingle, do local networking. If anything, a very basic website. And that was kind of it. I really made the dive, like complete transition to writing only, um, not being a clinician anymore at all in 2013. And at that time, blogs were all the rage. <laughs> and so it was supplement companies and practitioners. Everybody thought they needed a blog and an e-newsletter. And so I was writing those. And at that time, that meant I pretty much needed three tools. 
So I used PubMed to get the research. I used a software called Bookends, which was a reference management, kept track of my references for blog articles. And I used Microsoft Word. <laughs> and that was like it, right? But of course, that was 10 years ago. And now kind of over the course of the last 10 years, I've pretty much kind of shifted with as online marketing has been changing, um, kind of making shifts and pivots to figure out, well, what can I do to really best help practitioners with their content creation and with their copywriting? And when I kind of look at that journey, I can almost track it by the tools that I've added in. So for example, StoryBrand, I became certified mm -hmm. in StoryBrand as a tool to help with messaging. And then templates, I created a library of copywriting templates as a tool um, to help practitioners be more effective at um, writing their sales copy. And so now we have this newest tool, uh, new kid on the block of ChatGPT and AI, but ChatGPT kind of being in the forefront. And so this is kind of that next latest tool that I've been figuring out how to incorporate. I find it fascinating. I think it really is an amazing tool with so much power, so much potential. But at the same time, I am also proceeding with caution because I think that um, if we just hand over our writing to this tool, we don't get a great result. We get something mediocre, <laughs> could be even embarrassing. And so there's a lot of nuances. There's, I think, a lot of things to really understand about how can we use it in a good way um, versus a bad way. <laughs> and this has been a huge topic. My husband is a teacher and he's been talking about it. Like his students are using it to solve math problems and write papers. And, but they, I mean, you said there are pitfalls and that's what we're going to talk about. Like they can tell when you <laughs> told chat GPT to write your term paper, cause it is, it's not good. <laughs> So this is actually something that is so top of mind for me that I have been seeing just in the last week or two, this uptick in emails coming into my inbox that, like you said, I can tell. And so like to me, 100% obvious, I know that this email was written by ChatGPT and Partly I know that because I have used the tool enough. As I start to recognize and see something that I think is written by ChatGPT, um, along with just using it and seeing some of the trends of words that it tends to use a lot or overuse, um, phrasings that it tends to use, and even kind of how it tends to organize content. And I've actually, I've started a Google Doc of chat GPT red flags <laughs> that I'm just paying attention to and actually intentionally using those words less in my copy. I guess the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think it kind of brings up a pitfall that if I am reading an email and I get a sense or I start to think, I think that was written by chat GPT, I sort of have this flip of either, well, it feels disingenuous. I don't feel connected to who's writing it. I'm not sure if I really believe or trust this. And we don't want to come across like that. 
that is definitely a pitfall of just turning over your authority or your autonomy to chat GPT and say, hey, write this. I trust you to write a good job. I think the risk is then coming out with something like this where it's obvious that it was written uh, by that machine. <laughs> I took three of these emails and I read them the other night to my son. He's 14 and like he's listening and he's kind of chuckling at a few things. And then like he got up to walk away and he goes, I am embarking on a journey to the shower and I will emerge <laughs> transformed. <laughs> he totally got it, right? He was like, nobody says embark. That's not how we talk. And so I think that's so important that we don't lose track of those just really like fundamental rules and principles of how to create good content, like make it sound like you talk right? That's like a fundamental, like rule number one of copywriting. Yeah. So what other mistakes are you seeing people make when they're using this? One thing I would like to see kind of to follow up on, yeah, that pitfall. Um, you know, I'm not totally certain what's going on on the other end of that emo when they're writing it. I think possibly what's happening is whoever's sending that email, they, they maybe don't have a lot of their own confidence in writing. They feel like I'm not a writer. I'm not a good writer. And so when they see what ChatGPT writes, they think, oh, that's good. That's better than what I could write. And so they're they're trusting and they're just sending, which I would say, no, it, it's probably not better than you would write. If you can talk, you can write. And so I think that, that's that, that may be the mistake is that, um, not having confidence in yourself to be the one in the driver's seat. So I use the analogy of like, it's like a riding lawnmower. You can't just turn it on and let it go. You have to sit in the driver's seat and you have to do that with ChatGPT. You have to be in charge and if and and actually use your brain to think like, does that sound natural? Is that how I would say it? Is that the message that I really want to get across? But I think the other thing that might be happening with this increase in what I'm seeing. And actually I've seen it on emails, but I've also seen it on sales pages. But I think another thing it might be is some of these people might actually be hiring out their content or have somebody else helping with their content. And they may not even know that that person or that agency or whoever, they may not even know that they're using chat GPT. So I think that's something important to be aware of if you are like getting help with your content from anybody, even if it's from a VA, like now that this tool is available, I think it's important just to be really aware of how ask those people who you're paying to help you with your marketing or with your content, like how are they using it? The other thing that might be happening and the reason I'm seeing a lot of them, it may just be people are experimenting, which is great. And that's fine. Like if that's the case, awesome. Like people will figure it out as they go. They'll hear more conversations like this, kind of find ways to use it better. And then, you know, this trend will pass. Yeah. I think a lot of people are experimenting. I had a friend send out an email that she actually said, I had chat GPT write this email because she yeah. wanted to see what it was like. And like, that's relatable for her audience because they're all trying these things out. I think that's fine. If I'm seeing a few of these pop up and some of them are, they're like coming from people I really respect and, and admire some people they're coming from them. And I'm thinking, okay, they're probably kind of playing with it, experimenting. It's not going to sound this way forever. And that's great, right? Like that's how we're going to learn to use it anyway. 
So when we're thinking about using this for writing our website copy as opposed to emails or social media yeah. content, like there's lots you can do. But if we're looking just at website copy, what is that process that we can go through to so that we don't fall into these pitfalls and make these mistakes of having it sound like a robot wrote it? Well, so the process is one thing you remember, don't throw away the process that has always worked in the past. Okay. <laughs> so we're still going to follow the strategy and the process that has always worked in the past. And that is number one, we get clear on the messaging, but we can use ChatGP to help with that. Right. So like I mentioned, I use StoryBrand as a framework because it gives us essentially seven categories of talking points that we want to include in our messaging. And to me, that's just a very structured way to think through, okay, what messaging points do we need? So I can use StoryBrand still. And what I'll do, I'll come up with those kind of seven categories of talking points, but instead of what used to be in the past, like 100% just coming up with it with my brain, <laughs> I can actually use ChatGPT as if it's kind of this like brainstorming buddy working with me, uh, which is amazing. And so I will still use the story brand framework, but I'll go section by section and kind of brainstorm it out. So for example, so like we start with the character, that's who our offer our services is for, who our ideal clients are, what do they want? Um, and then you get into like their pain points and what, what problems are they struggling with? So let's say, for example, we're on that section of, okay, I'm going to figure out how do I want to touch on the pain points and the problems that I help to solve. I can go there, I go to ChatGPT and I give it some context and say, hey, I work with perimenopausal women and I help them with natural medicine support. Give me some ideas of pain points. Give me some ideas of problems they might be struggling with that could be helped by natural medicine. And then it's going to just like brainstorm out all these ideas. And um, I love that because oftentimes what I find is like it will come up with ideas that I wouldn't necessarily think of. And so in this way, I'm not using it to write that specific copy necessarily. I'm using it to get those ideas and those messaging points, but it's definitely a shortcut. Whereas maybe I would take an entire day writing out the whole story brand brand script in the past. And now I can get so many ideas so fast. And of course, I'm still going to take a walk and clear my mind and like brainstorm some on my own and kind of think about, well, what are the most important of those points and things like that, right? We can't throw away what worked in the past, but this will help make it faster. I like to focus on how is it going to make our copy better? Um, and I do think it can make our copy better because it's actually bringing in ideas we maybe did not even think of. So we start there, right? Step one of writing yep. any piece of copy is getting clear on the message. We can do it super fast with ChatGPT's help. I love using it for brainstorming because you're right. It does come up with ideas that we might not have thought of. Maybe it words them a little bit differently than we think of because we're so caught up in like the language we use and the jargon that we use. But you're looking at that list and it's not like you have to accept that list as is and put it on your website. Yep, exactly. So once you've gone through that and you kind of understand your messaging, what comes next? What do we need to do to like kind of build on that? Yep. 
Yeah, so next step historically is I would pull up a template, right? I'm working on a website. And so let's say I wanna work on the homepage. I love to use the template because at least organizing, okay, what sections do I need on my homepage? Because that's half of what makes a website effective is how it is organized, right? And so we'll have kind of, let's say we have a homepage template that just shows us, oh, we need a headline section. We need a section that introduces us. You know, we need a section touching on who it is we help. We need a section on what our offers are. Okay. So anyway, so we've got this template that helps us organize. And I would actually approach it the same way as how I approached brainstorming the messaging. I go through section by section. This is actually where I love to combine the templates along with ChatGPT because, um, for example, like you could just go in and say, hey, give me some ideas for the headline on my homepage. And you could just leave it at that. But if you have maybe like a list of headline formulas, or headline prompts like copy that are like copywriting ready, right? These are kind of formulas that we know have worked in the past and you can feed that to chat GPT and say, okay, here's 10 headline formulas or prompts. Use these um, to give me some ideas for the headline for my website. Here's who I'm about, here's who I help, right? You have to give that context. And again, then it will just like give you all these ideas. A lot of times there won't necessarily be one that I'm like, that's exactly right. But there will be words, there will be wordings. And that will be, it will trigger me and be like, oh, that's good. Like just those two words, or I'll, I'll take some of their ideas and then mix and match. I'm definitely at the point where it's more of the brainstorming than it is the final writing. But um, yeah, I would just go through kind of each section that I want to write for and um, yeah, prompt it, get the ideas, or even I have these copywriting templates that actually maps out kind of how to structure that sentence or section prompts to use. You can feed that to chat GPT so that what it gives you is more aligned with kind of the end product that you want it to have. Yeah. I think that's helpful for people to realize like you're not just putting in a prompt and we're going to talk about getting a better output in just a minute, but like, you're not just writing, write a headline for my website and taking what it spits out and putting it on your website. Right. And this gets to, you know, I think a lot of people think I want to use ChatGPT to make it faster, but that's a pitfall right there. <laughs> we want to know about pitfalls, especially right now as we're learning to use it, like, Yes, it makes it faster. Like, yes, I told you how when I'm coming up with messaging points, it spits them out way faster than I can think of them. But um, but it's really about making it better. You don't just want to get one headline, copy, paste, spit it out. It's still going to take some time to kind of work through the options it gives you. Maybe ask it to try again. It still will take time to actually get a good result. But yeah, I think we can get better results when we're using that tool to help us. Okay, so let's talk about tips for getting that better output. Cause it sounds like you are giving ChatGPT quite a lot of information. Oh yeah. And I think most of us aren't familiar with using it that way. We like put in a question or maybe we give it like one paragraph to like write a social media post about this. But when it comes to like website copy, that's 
that is not something you can just give right. it one sentence and pop out. So how do we get something better out of ChatGPT than just the baseline information that it would spit out? Yeah, absolutely. So one thing to know is that it does build on a single conversation. And so let's, so we would probably want to keep the project of writing the website in one thread because that way it will continue to remember the information you have given. And I am putting a ton of information in there. So, um, and it might be kind of a stepwise process. So I talked about how we come up with the branch script, all of those messaging points. So what you wanna do, if you're gonna start a new thread, say we're working on the homepage, you're gonna wanna copy and paste the whole entire branch script and say, hey, it's a website for this. I am a functional medicine practitioner. I help perimenopausal women. Here are their problems. Here are my offers. Here's the action I want them to take. It needs all of that information. You think of it as like your assistant. How's your assistant gonna write anything if it doesn't know the information? Okay, so one thing is just provide it with the messaging points and the basic information. Um, the next thing is you can do some work on personality, voice, and tone with it. So this is pretty cool. This is also, I would say, probably a two-step process. Initially do the work of having ChatGPT actually describe your brand voice and your brand tone. So what you can do is actually like copy and paste a bunch of content that you've written that you really like or that people have responded well to, put it in there and say, how would you describe this? How would you describe this brand voice? And then when you go to have it help you write your copy, you copy and paste that. And you say, use this tone of voice in your reply. So you're giving it all the messaging points, you're giving it what kind of personality and tone to use, okay? And then you're gonna go again, step by step. It does not work well to say, write the home page. You're not gonna get a good outcome. You have to section it off and say, first, let's work on the headline. Now, let's work on the section that introduces me, right? You have to go section by section. A few tips, getting really specific helps. So, I mean, down to the point of saying, okay, help me write some text to go on this button. Keep it to three words or less, right? You're that specific. You're saying, I only want three words or less because otherwise chat GPT tends to write a lot more than what you need <laughs> too long, like say less, right? So you get very specific instead of saying like, uh, write a section that introduces me one paragraph or write, keep it to less than 100 words, right? You very specifically tell it what it is that you want can really help with the outcome. Um, I guess one last thing is, is continuing to say, try again except this time. So it really so much is, is, is as if you're dealing with an assistant and they give you, it gives you something and you're kind of like, eh, not quite it. And then you just go back and say, you know, I do like this part. I don't like that part. Could you try again, except this time, um, turn it into a bulleted list. No, try again, except this time, make sure to include 
messaging that actually talks about energy levels or like you tell it exactly how you want something to be different and you just kind of keep trying. That's super helpful. And I, I love the tip that it builds on itself. You can input, here's all the brand information. Now let's go through this and it's going to keep referring back. I think that's helpful. I have tried in the past, like, okay, I'm, I want you to do this now. And I haven't started a new conversation and we're moving on to something else. And I'm like, but why are you, why are you going back to that? And it's because it's using everything in that conversation to yes. build something. Right. And if you're going to change subjects, make sure you open a new chat. <laughs> Or that's going to get real confusing. <laughs> so when you do this, do you, because I know a lot of copywriters and a lot of people struggle to write headlines. So do you start with the headline and just work your way down the page? Or do you start with some of the bigger sections first? It's great. This actually goes back to that same idea of don't throw away a strategy that has always worked, right? And so a strategy that has always worked for me is to start in the middle of the page, start in the logistical, like if here's what the offer is, uh, here's what's included. The very just like informational part is usually where I start. I actually think that also helps chat GPT because of the whole idea of building on the conversation. If it knows what's included and it's already worked through that with you, then you go back to the headline afterwards. It's probably going to create a better uh, some better results because it's already learned what is your offer about. And that's helpful as well to know, like, we're not necessarily working through a template start to finish. We're going in and we're saying, okay, this is where it makes the most sense to start. If I was doing this by myself, yes. we're just going to have chat GBT do it like it was an assistant. Yep. Totally. So when you kind of get that end result and you feel like, okay, it's good. Do you keep doing it until you think it's perfect? Or do you take it out and then like make your final edits yourself and make sure that everything's accurate, make sure the personality's in there? Yeah. I mean, to me, <laughs> I am a writer and I <laughs> am not, I, I don't think I have ever felt comfortable copying and pasting from chat GPT. I'm not going to just like keep trying and trying and trying and like, no, we do this, we do that. I am going to get some, those are some great ideas. I'm going to take it and then I'm going to finesse and rework and change some things. For me, I'm very much at the point of like, it works really well for me to brainstorm and get the ideas, but I just can't hand over the final copy to that machine. I just can't do it. And it's actually easier. It would be harder for me to keep saying, try again, accept. Yeah. It's easier for me to just then take it and roll with it, essentially. Yeah. Well, and you said like, when you read these emails, you're seeing the same phrasing and the same words. And so I think at some point you can only tell it to do something differently so many times. Uh -huh. So if you uh -huh. want to really get outside of that, you've got to take it out and you've got to like, okay, how would I actually say this? What are the words I would use? Yeah. I'm so curious if other people notice it the way I do, or if it's just that it's top of mind for me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm like wondering how obvious is this, you know? So I tried having it right. Like, a blog post for me for website design. I just had it spit out the first thing that came up, gave it a little bit of information. And like, it's so basic level and like, yes, I want keywords in there, but I don't need it to say website design at the start of every sentence. Mm -hmm. So we have to really look at 
it's going to do the job we tell it to do, but it is not human. And so it's not going to relate to the people coming to our website the way that a human writing something would. It's it's made me think, you know, seeing this pattern of where I recognize it was written by the machine has made me really ask that question of what is it about copy then that makes it sound human and personable? And yes, it's the personality, but what does that mean? Is there a systematic way then we can figure out, well, what is personality? What gives personality to copy? And I've been working on that. And I actually put together this workbook of how we can really get in touch with what is the brand voice that we want to emulate using ChatGPT, give it a bunch of stuff you've written, have it described to you what's the style and the voice. I think that's really insightful. That was insightful for me to go through that exercise and see how did it analyze my copy. For one, that's like insightful for us, but also then what's fun about it is we can actually turn that around and feed it back to ChatGPT as we're working on something and maybe repurposing something and saying, let's kind of rewrite this, but with more of the voice like and how it's described your voice. But there's really fun ways actually that I am finding ChatGPT can also help us put like little blips of personality into the copy. Sometimes it can really change how like a whole entire paragraph or something feels just by switching one word out. So I've been playing with that. I'll say, okay, this is sounding boring. Let me see if I can just switch out one word that sounds a little bit more punchy, a little bit more fun. And so I will just go brainstorm like it used to be. I would just go to a thesaurus, but sometimes that doesn't work. Sometimes you don't have one word you can put in the thesaurus. Sometimes you have an idea that you want to think of words about. I recently just had this email. I was writing all about dental health and I had said toothbrush nine times in this little 200 word email. And I was like, this is so boring. Like if I probably just switch out one of those toothbrush words somewhere, it'll sound, it'll be like something memorable. And so I did, I went there and I was like, what are some other ways to say toothbrush? But I want it to be like short and punchy and fun and memorable. And it gave me all these really bad ideas, but it gave me tartar tackler. And so it was just like switching that out. It sort of gave this like fun feel to that email that hadn't been there before. And it gave it a little more personality. And that was just like, you know, one very simple thing that I've been playing with that I think works. You're not turning over your autonomy to have it write everything for you, but you're getting these like really cool tidbits from it. Yeah. And like you said, there were a lot of bad ideas, but you get like that one or two gems out of there and then you can incorporate it into the rest of your website or your email or whatever it is you're writing. I know you mentioned you've got a free resource on um, personality. So can you share like where people can connect and resources that might help them as they're writing their copy, as they're trying out ChatGBT for all of this to get connected and find that stuff yeah, for you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's probably a great place to start is this brand personality workbook. Um, and so I can get that link for you, but it's at right now. That's my main freebie. You can find it on my website, which is wellnesswriter.com. That's a great place to get started. And that would put you on my email list. I also tend to be pretty active over on Instagram, so you can find me there, which is sarahcook.wellnesswriter. 
thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm excited for people to try this out and definitely share with us on Instagram, like what their results are and so we can see how people are using ChatGPT for their websites. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Process to Profitability. I'd love it if you would leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts to help others find the show and send me a message to let me know what is your process to profitability. You can connect with me on my website at lemonandthesea.com or on Instagram and TikTok at lemonandthesea.